Welcome to our Acre Pro Buy Sell, our Tuesday edition, as it is to, uh, on goldenblack.com. There have been some changes on goldenblack.com overnight, and we'll get into that a little bit here as well. Want to want to thank our sponsor. Uh, when it comes to land sales, it pays to have our ex experts in your corner. Acre Pro Midwest Farm Group are your local farmland specialists with decades of experience in Indiana agriculture. No one knows the market better. Whether you're doing a 1031 exchange or simply buying and selling farmland, your local Acre Pro agent will walk the land with you and ensure the deal is done right. Visit AcrePro.com or call 765-587-3185 or talk to your local land expert today. Again, 765-587-3185. All right, this may be the first video you're watching on our on our new platform at uh, on the On3 network. Last night, uh, we made the uh, transition over there to, to that. Uh, and with change, there's always a little bit of a, a challenge, uh, even for us to make sure we know how to administrate things correctly. It's a it's a learning curve, and we're doing that as well. Tom, uh, big football game this week, but I was going to ask you about uh, uh, on three and all of that. Uh, the opportunity to work with uh, Shannon Terry, somebody you worked with back in the day. Uh, we're both going to be buying the fact that it's going to be a great thing for GoldenBlack.com. I don't think we uh, uh, couldn't be more excited about that, but. Uh, uh, your relationship over the years uh, with with uh, Shannon Terry and what kind of guy and, and that in that uh, uh, organization uh, they know how to get things done. Yeah, Shannon's a sharp guy, Alan. Um, I got to know him back in I guess two thousand eight. Uh, Shannon and Bobby Burton and yeah, a couple other people I know there. Mike Huguenin is one of their national editors. I worked with when I was with. Uh, rivals and i work with mike at the sporting news for a long time i owe mike hugan in a big debt of gratitude for a lot of things professionally i know a few people on the galaxy that know more about college football than mike and so i'm really pumped to be uh i won't work with mike that often but just kind of to be back in his orbit if you will so yeah you know shannon's like you said he's done this three times now and every site that that really has a lot of value seems to be joining with, up with on three. So we're all, I guess, migrating together, which tells you all you need to know about what others also think of Shannon Terry and the on three team. So, yeah, I'm like you, and you know, we're, we're old, we can be old cranky guys and we don't like change. We have to learn new things. Wham, wham, right? So <laughs> we're getting up to speed with the back end of things, constructing stories embedding links videos how to post, <laughs> name it so i'm sure everybody's be patient with us uh we'll get there uh, i'm feeling more comfortable i'm sure you are too and but enough of our problems and news right the boilermakers as you said from the top what a month buddy um it's all right in front of purdue right four games went all four purdue's in indianapolis on the first weekend in december playing for the big 10 championship i know it's a big a big ask, but who knows? I mean, it starts obviously sadly with Iowa. And as all these viewers probably know, Purdue's had a lot of success against Iowa of late. Four and one, Jeff Rom is. Won the last two. And uh, we all know Iowa's issues this year. So Purdue has its own issues, of course. But still, great opportunity, Alan, for the Boilers, who are about a four-point favorite here. 
Yeah, interesting. And uh, I'll put one last plug in for the on three. And you're right, Tom, it's a uh, uh, change is always a little bit of a thing. But if you are a YouTube subscriber and want to be a subscriber, it's going to cost you a whole dollar for the first year. So all the content, all the Tom Dean art you can handle for the next year for one dollar. We'll pay you one dollar. Brian Newbert on wow. down the line. It's the same band. And, and the good, yeah, the good thing about it is, like you said, we're back with the Sean Callahan's of the world oh, yeah. at Nebraska, the Tom Cakerts eventually at Iowa uh, will be with us in Chris addition Ballas. to the, Chris Ballas and the Michigan folks on down the line. The band is back together and that's a, that's a good thing. All right. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that this weekend's game, you could build a case. I guess that'll be my first buy sell question to you. Biggest home game, most on the line in November in Ross Aid Stadium. Uh, are you buying or selling? This is the one of the biggest. Is the biggest game in the last ten years. I'm. I think I'm buying that. To, yeah. In terms uh, of what's on the line, even despite the fact that Purdue kind of laid an egg at at Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so. Last ten years for sure. Where you're, you're just encapsulating Hazel and Hope, and the first yeah, that's true. years of Brom. Uh, you know, he had some big November I, games. He had to win. He may have to beat IU a few times to get bowl eligible, right? Something that's in IU. And then 2018 games at IU. But yeah, I mean, um, just off the top of my head, I would agree. Uh, I don't know if it's the biggest since the IU game in 2000. Um, you would uh you would put off I, I you know, I think it's the biggest since uh, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. You can't minimize the Indiana games because those were there were a lot on the line for bowl games when Jeff Brom had to win in 17 and 18 to get yeah. to uh, bowls uh, with a six and six record. I would argue it was the Iowa game in 2003 with as much on the line. Of course, Purdue, the 10, I think for Iowa is ranked 10th in the country. Purdue gets out to a 27 to nothing win, wins 27 to 14. Now, Purdue lost the next week in a heart, heartbreaker. Joe Tiller called it his toughest loss ever uh the next week at Ohio State and I think it was a 16-13 overtime loss um so I I think you're right I think I think in the last 10 years it's pretty much a no-brainer it's hard Tom when you look at it and say because kind of on the heels of the Wisconsin game and Purdue did not play well in that one uh back on the 24th of October and or it was I'm sorry the 22nd of October uh, but uh, it is now with a week of a couple weeks of uh, in between, uh, it is going to be a huge game in front of a sellout crowd at noon. Uh, and that uh, is going to make it a, a huge one. Uh -huh. um, all right. Now, you know, you, you look at Iowa, the Hawkeyes did give up 54 points to Ohio state, but that was a little bit, a lot of a misnomer. They actually really played defended Ohio state pretty well. Game got out of hand late. Uh, we're not gamblers, but we like to talk about, the, let's talk about the big picture. One would expect, mm. uh, you know, I think with, with that one, uh, that, that, uh, 20 point, uh, 20, I think seems like first one to 21 wins. Uh, will you buy or sell over under 40 points in this game? I don't even know what the over under is, uh, but it's, uh, can't be a whole lot higher than that. 40 points over under. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm not gonna buy that. I, I think it's gonna go beyond that. I do. I, I think uh, not. Nothing crazy. Maybe, maybe five or ten points higher. Maybe fifty. Um, for Purdue's sake, I, I guess if they want to win, I have a hard time thinking. Um, 
they're, they're going to have a good chance of winning a real low scoring game. Maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, um, but again, I guess I'm, I'm going to sell that Allen. And uh, I know the Iowa's defense is good. And I know Purdue's last time we saw them in Madison, they weren't so hot offensively, but I think, uh, I think Purdue's going to have some chances here. Brom always finds matchups he can exploit, right? against this Iowa team and Phil Parker, the defensive coordinator, Iowa confounds us all by failing to seemingly adjust to what Brahm has figured out. And we saw David Bell have heydays against this defense, Anthony Mahungu back in 2017, uh, a lot of success. So uh, it's a mystery to a lot of people what paralyzes Phil Parker when he plays Jeff Brahm. But I think we're going to see a few more points. Uh, so yeah, again, Iowa, 33 points last week on their best effort of the year. That was against a moribund Northwestern team. Um, but you know what? I still think they got to be licking their chops playing this Purdue secondary. We can talk about that later. Sound like they've actually distinguished themselves. So maybe I would think they can have some success against this Purdue defense throwing the football. Yeah. And you're right. The, the over-under actually 42.5. So we're not being too outrageous uh, with that. Uh, you know, in terms of those numbers, it, it does figure to be that game. And, and, you know, you look at the even Purdue's win last year, what was it, 24-7, still was a 31 point. The only game that really was a high offensive affair was uh, the, the, during this stretch was the uh, 2018 game. What was it, final 38-36 or whatever the final was in that game. Yeah, of course, it was. The, uh, uh, the last second field goal uh, by Spencer. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Spencer, Spencer Evans. Spencer Evans nails the field goal and Purdue wins that one. Uh, and of course, that game ended up being critical to Purdue's chances to make in a bowl, even after the Boilermakers beat Ohio State uh, a couple of weeks earlier. So, and that was a key November win against the Hawkeyes. But I, I do think it, that over under wise, uh, uh, I'm with the, I think I think it'll be a little bit over. Uh, you know, you wonder you wonder what uh, uh, from that standpoint the the early look on the weather, and, and I don't think we're going to have any issues with that. That uh, will be a be a be a thing that you're going to have a have a chance to uh, have an offensive enough game. Now those noon games we haven't had one of those uh, no. uh, in a while, uh, and that's going to be you know maybe it will, <laughs> sometimes you wonder is the are the teams awake when they when they play? Of course, it's usually a factor when you have uh, West Coast teams are switching time zones, all those kinds of things. So Purdue did play well uh in its noon win over over uh uh minnesota and the weather is supposed to be in the 70s believe it or not in ross Eight stadium at least uh the high on saturday chance of rain at this point in time so uh not looking too far down the road okay purdue receivers uh charlie jones playing against his former teammate uh buying or selling uh We'll talk about yards. Does, does he does does he have a handshake for Kirk Ferentz after the game? How, how many guys will he buy? Will he shake the hands of more than ten Iowa Hawkeyes after the game? Impossible to count, I know, and I don't think there's really any animosity necessarily. I'm sure there's going to be competitive animosity when when Tyrone Tracy and Charlie Jones take the field, but it's kind of the way of the world, as Jeff Brown talked about. You know, talking to Tom Kaker for the opponent view. He told me there's some players in that Iowa secondary looking forward to playing Charlie Jones. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure oh, that's I the case. Think, I, I think the one thing that rubbed them the wrong way was 
when he left so late in the process, I guess, in late yeah. May, June, you know, uh, went through spring football and Iowa sort of pledges allegiance there. And then, boom, he's gone. And uh, I think they felt jilted some of the players. We know the fan base is hot still. So uh, I do think, though, once once the game is over, there's got to be still a lot of love among that Iowa, Iowa roster for, for Charlie Jones. I think he'll be warmly received. And uh, but boy, it's come come game time, you know, from first to fourth quarter, I'm sure there's going to be some guys looking to uh, to give old Charlie a, a a hello kiss, if you will. <laughs> I'm sure Charlie expects it, and how you know he's going to be jacked out of his mind, Alan. I would be, and he's going to be jacked out of his mind. It's going to be interesting to see. We can talk about this in a bit. How big of a game he does have? Um, it's going to have to be a big one if Pudu wants to win, right? Uh, uh, Purdue's chances are going to probably be nil if he's not catching 10 passes for over 100 yards with a couple of big plays. So I think he will be warmly received by everybody on that sideline, except, of course, during the game. Yeah, Tyrone Tracy, the same thing. Tyrone's not had as big a role as we expected this year. Um, he got a little bit in, in the Wisconsin game, but it doesn't seem to be diminished, but it'll be interesting to see. And and again, like Jeff Rom said on I think on Monday, this is kind of the way of the world now. I mean, this is just yeah. the way it's going to be. You're going to see eventually. You're going to see a Purdue player at some at some other school at some point in time. It's a, uh, making a big impact or making an impact maybe at another Big Ten school. That is the way of the world. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're you're are you buying or selling over 100 yards and receiving for Charlie Jones? I mean, I think it's a, a, a is that the the key for Purdue to get enough points to to get the job done. I'm buying it. I see it goes over 100 yards, Alan. <clears throat> At least double-digit catches with a touchdown. I think he's going to have his best game of the year. One of his best games of the year. Probably not his best game. One of his best games of the year. I really do. Uh, he's a veteran. The moment's not going to be too big for him. I talked about emotions. I think he's going to be able to rein those in. And everybody on the Purdue offense knows Charlie wants to excel. They're going to do all they can to help him out, too. So, uh yeah, I think he's going to have a big game, over 100 yards receiving on Saturday. All right, a lot has been written about Spencer Petrus, the the uh, the Wisconsin, Wisconsin, the Iowa quarterback, and his challenges. Um, and he's not had big games necessarily against Purdue as well. Uh, again, you're going to buy or sell him over 200 yards in passing uh, against Purdue. Uh, how do you see that one uh, playing out? I'm going to buy it. I think he throws for over 200 yards. And I know he's had his issues. Um, again, a good game last week, but that was against Northwestern, maybe the worst team in the Big Ten. But, I, you know, I talked earlier, this Purdue secondary hasn't exactly distinguished itself of late. Iowa does lack playmakers at receiver. And uh, so that could maybe hold – Petrus back a little bit, but I still think he's going to find success against a still shaky Purdue secondary, Allen. It's a Purdue secondary. We're not sure he's going to line up on Saturday. We probably aren't going to know yeah. for sure until warm-ups. Um, Corey Trice and Jamari Brown left the Wisconsin game with injuries. Sounds like they're probably going to be game-time decisions. See how much they practice this week. And... Uh, you know, I think the situation with Chris Jefferson remains very murky, Allen. Of course, the defensive back who left a few weeks ago to deal with some mental health issues. I kind of get the sense we may, we may not see him again, but yeah, 
Uh, we're not positive on that for sure. So that's another factor as well. So yeah, they've got some issues back there. I think they're going to try to get Sanusi Kane and Bryce Hampton Ray to play some cornerback. Um, of course, Kane played cornerback in the bowl game. I did well, but they want to have more flexibility with those guys too. So my point is going to have to try to get a little bit creative here in the back end um, with guys being able to play multiple positions to give them some other options. So having said all that, and talked about the state of the secondary. Again, I do think, you know, Patrick's is going to have some success throwing the football. We'll get over 200 yards passing. He did get over 200 yards last week against Northwestern. Uh, as you use the term moribund for the Wildcats, uh, uh, 21 for 30, 220 yards, had a touchdown pass. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he is a big guy and can, and you would think, uh, again, with Purdue, some of Purdue's struggles that, uh, that they'll try to throw it downfield. They haven't had a lot of success with that this year. Even Alex Padilla got in the game against Ohio State, and they were both listed as co-number co ones uh, uh, last week. And yet, uh, Petrus was the guy that became comfortable. He seems like he's been there for a long time, and he has. Yeah. And, and uh, that uh, that part will be a will be a storyline that, uh, again, will determine, uh, determine a lot of whether Purdue's ability to, to uh, get the job done. Run game also, you know, Devin Mockaby you know, talked about that you'll have something on the site to, or, or already have something on the site by the time this post uh, on Tuesday evening. But uh, Mockaby and company, he's been, been impressive, had, had over 100 yards uh what now three times this yep. year uh an all-time record for purdue freshman and and uh kind of approaching a, elite status certainly in the last 15 years of purdue running backs having over 100 yards in a in a season uh pretty, pretty tough team to run against i was going to put yeah. a lot of guys in the box one would think they always seem to stop the run well if they can put pressure on aiden o'connell one would think also that uh, Iowa will uh, will be able to slow him down. Uh, buying or selling another 100-yard game for, for Devin, what do you think? Well, I think I'm going to sell this one, Alan. I think this is an awfully good defense. And um, it sounds funny to say that, that Purdue that Iowa would dare Purdue to throw the football. <laughs> yeah. But like all defenses, you know, you, you got to try to stop the run first, I think. And thank God for Devin Mockaby for Purdue fans, right? He actually gives that offense some legitimate teeth in the ground game, gives it some balance that coordinators do have to worry about. And boy, what a what a defense, what a front seven, you know, two great linebackers led by Jack Campbell, one of the best linebackers in America and strong fronts, just a strong front seven overall. So I think the sledding is going to be tough for Devin. But again, the positive there, Alan, they want to commit that extra guy. Well, I'm sure Payne Durham could find some holes in the back end. I'm sure Charlie Jones can. I'm sure T.J. Sheffield. So I'm sure Aiden O'Connor will be glad to oblige an Iowa defense set up to maybe stop the run. So um, at this point, though, I still think for, for Devin, he could have a good game. But I guess I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell the notion that he's going to crack the century mark. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think it's going to be tough to keep that streak going as well as he's played. And maybe it's, it's going to be just how he gets – if he gets 70 yards, does he get it at the right time? Can Purdue continue to move the chains when it needs to uh, on those third and three situations or get itself into a second and short situation enough uh, to be to be uh, happy? One thing's for certain, Jeff Brom is 
even though, like I said, he, with, with the exception of the 2018 game, they've never, they've, they've scored enough points to win, even in the win in 2017 that got Purdue to the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl to the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great passes to Anthony Mahungu. That really was a case of Brom noticed that it was, uh, Iowa had a, had an injury in the secondary and they went right after him uh, in the second half and got the, got the, uh, got the wounded gazelle, so to speak, and got the job done. So that's a, uh, that's a credit to them, but I, I agree with you. It's going to be uh, tough from that standpoint. All right, something lastly that we hit on last week, we don't want to repeat necessarily, but we were selling the fact that Purdue would get the job done in November. Uh, let me, we'll throw another twist here. A lot of mm-hmm. some talk, I should say, about Purdue, Illinois being ESPN college game day, <laughs> if you can believe that. Of course, Illinois plays Michigan State this week, a team it should beat at home. Though Michigan State gave out a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, effort against Michigan for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you buying or selling that College Game Day is coming to to um, Champaign on the twelfth with what could be a huge showdown game between Purdue and Illinois? That's if Purdue can win this week. Yeah, I guess I don't know what else is going on in in the country. Yeah, that's 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 a silly question. I understand, but competition is. Some people think too, Alan. Not to get off on a tangent, that since yeah, Big Ten sort of in bed with Fox, that you know, and they're going to go away from ESPN. That that I think you're right there. (laughs) So I think they're going to probably do all they can. There's if there's even a game that's close to that matchup in Champaign. ESPN is going to default to that and go to the SEC game or whatever. So uh, that would be a cool part of the environment if, if that was the case. But I guess um, I'll believe it when I see it. Maybe that's where the Fox big, big game crew goes, right? Yeah, I, that's the new that's what I, Like they were yeah. at Purdue for the Penn State game. Maybe, maybe they're in Champaign. Maybe that's a noon game, right? You're uh, a smart or, guy, Tom. And, and you're looking- I love that. Kick that game. You're reading the tea leaves. <laughs> That'll be 11 a.m. You're reading the time. <laughs> yeah. I'll be trekking down I-74. I'll be back yeah. in West Lafayette by 6 o'clock, Alan. <laughs> yeah. That's a, and you know, you have to stop, food, at the right? beef, stop at the beef house to get some rolls on the way back. But, no, you're right. I think the big – the big. Uh, uh, you're right in the media landscape of today, of which we're we're having our own little experience with that. Uh, you're right. I, it won't be. It'll be much more likely. Maybe a, the, the Fox Big Noon game uh, that very well could happen if well, if Purdue week, wins in both these teams. If Illinois beats Purdue, then their game in Michigan becomes a really big game. So maybe maybe everybody's saving their bullets for that game. I don't know. Yeah, and and of course. Purdue can get to the Big Ten championship game. There's a number of different scenarios that have to happen without beating Illinois, but uh, uh, or no, they they can't really get there realistically without beating Illinois. But Illinois, but they could lose another game. But I don't see. I, I think Purdue will win at least three out of its last four. Uh, I'm still saying Purdue's going to be an underdog against November 12th on November 12th at Champaign. But yeah, they will. again. You've got to Purdue to has to come in and hold serve at home this week against yeah. the, against the Iowa Hawkeyes, and it's never easy against those guys. I, you know, again, even Ohio State would say the same thing. It, 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 even though in a fifty-four to ten, that's as big a blowout as you're ever going to see uh, in terms of a game that was as competitive as it was, at least early on. You know, Iowa really you know had a defensive touchdown. 
uh, cause some problems in that game. You just have to be really, really careful not to give all guys points uh, from the defensive end because points are going to be at a premium, I would think, this week. So, you know, the only way you beat Iowa is by getting some big plays. You're not going to have five, 10 play drives that result in touchdowns against Iowa's defense. You're going to have to hit on a 50 yard pass, a long run for a touchdown, get a turnover, get a short field. Um, it's, it's, it's just tough. I mean, you talked about the scores under Brom. He's only scored over 30 points one time against Iowa. He won that game, but it's rare, right? So uh, you got to have big plays. Uh, that, that's not a great revelation. He big plays every game, but especially against Iowa. And we've heard it already mentioned a hundred times. <clears throat> Again, this is no great revelation, but you got to get a lead against Iowa, right? Yeah. Man. And you can't let that team just start handing the ball off and setting up play action passes. So uh, again, it's a, I think we all know the recipe for Purdue success. Can they do it? We'll see. There's going to be a great environment over there, not too far from where I'm at, uh, just across Grand Street and Northwestern on Saturday. Yeah, Allen eight and four, seven and five. You know, Purdue goes three and one. They finish eight and four. They go two and two. They go seven and five. The last two games of the year, they look like layups. I know coaches don't want to hear me say that, but Northwestern and Indiana are pretty bad. But uh, if Purdue could split the next two, eight and four, Allen. It's not too bad. Uh, but still, everybody wants more. We know what's at stake here. And it begins Saturday. You got to take care of Iowa before you worry about Illinois. And still, Alan, I'll, I'll take my chances against Illinois. No offense, Tommy DeVito, Brett Bielema. I'll still take my chances lining up with Illinois and trying to win over there. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It'd be fun if you're a Purdue fan to have that all on the line. And I, I agree with that. I, I think it's a game you can win, but uh, you better take wow. care of business on Saturday afternoon and noon. All right, Tom, we're going to put this to a close. Uh, we've been buying and selling our little little uh, heads off here. D don't forget, uh, if you want to subscribe to goldenblack.com, go to the On3 network. We can give it to you for a buck. Can you imagine Tom Deanhart for an entire year for $1? That's hard to imagine. What can you buy for a dollar today, Alan? God, I don't think you can buy, you can't even buy half a Fresca for a dollar. I mean, I think it, you, could, a, you, could, you could check out four shopping carts at Aldi for a dollar. How about that? <laughs> there you go and 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 you have the opportunity to do that to make sure you go to the to, to goldenblack.com just stick with that url and you'll find us without any problem and and you'll the, the offers is there uh while uh, operators are standing by so to speak and we're really, really excited about working with on supplies are limited supplies are always limited so <laughs> also we got to thank kyle spray and our friends at uh, acre pro midwest farm group our local farmland specialist. You can visit acrepro.com or call 765-587-3185 and talk to your local land expert today. Again, 765-587-3185. All right, uh, Tom, thanks again. And we will be back next week with our Acre Pro Buy Sell. I'm sure we're going to throw much more wisdom your way. We mm. promise that. So have a great week, everybody. And hey, by the way, one last thing. Don't forget to join. Tom and I will be talking more yes. as if we don't get to talk enough. Thursday night at the Purdue Union Club Hotel, uh, Boiler Up Bar. Visit us down there. But also, if you can't, can't uh, get there, watch us on Facebook Live. Uh, that will be fun as well Thursday night at the Union Club Hotel. All right. That's all it for promos. Yeah. We're promoed out, my friend. Have a good one.